welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Oh my god, Broads, here we are. <laughs> Becca, hi! Just, just another week in... Just another week... I was going to say paradise. I'm like, well, and you know... <laughs> Just another week here. Just another week sitting here. Where have we been? Being all sorts of remote. You know, nothing's really new to report. And another week where we're not having a Thursday episode that is reality TV. I know. I think everyone, we got so much good feedback from our episode last week, and I'm glad you all enjoyed it. And uh, we're going to keep that that non-reality tv content coming to you on thursdays so prepare yourselves yes we are and i am oh so excited because um definitely reached out to this individual because i've been wanting to have her on the podcast we would like to introduce mystic michaela aka megan hey guys thanks for having me i'm such a fan so this is this is truly an honor oh my god (laughs) we're so excited i have so many questions so Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bring them. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, first of all, what is it exactly that you do and how does it separate you from other people who work in the mystic realm? Yeah. So like I see colors around people, which always like just, that's what I do. And it's the aura because we all have like an energy around us and I just see it in color. And basically what it does is it's my way through spirit of helping people streamline their most authentic life. So wait, wait, so do you physically see colors around people or is it more of like a vibe? I, I really physically see it. The thing is, is like, I see it with my third eye, but I'm so used to incorporating. It's like a kid, you know what I mean? Like they don't lose that and, um, or they have that, but they'll lose it. I like, I've never lost it. So like I can see it and it looks real to me. But I know it's not the same as seeing other things. You know what I mean? But I can see it like just like I see what color shirt you're wearing. Like I can see what color aura you have. Have you had this since you were like a child? When did this start happening for you? I've never known life without it. So it's kind of like smelling or something. You know, it's like I've never known life without it. So I've all, but I never knew what it was good for. That took time. Like Uh. understanding like, oh my God, this is supposed to be for helping people live their most authentic life. Because people like will wear colors that aren't theirs or they'll hide themselves or you can feel it in vibes, anything I say in color, but it's just a way to explain it in color to people. That's what I do. Oh, so you mean people can like shift their aura and it not be their them authentically? Yes. Yes. Oh, this is a but you can thing. sense that it's an inauthentic yes. color. Yeah. Oh, right. So like, Interesting. just like you guys watch, you know, The Bachelor is like, I go crazy over that stuff because like, like when you were on it, obviously like, I go crazy over that stuff because I'll be like, oh my God, she's wearing this inauthentic color or she's trying to do this or she's trying to do that. And it, 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 it drives me insane. And like, but I'll listen to you guys. Like you were just doing like love is blind and you were talking about um Jessica, right? Yeah. Yes. And, and like, just how she's like one way or the other like she says one thing and then like freaks out and does another thing I'm like that you are talking about yellow and purple like that combo like so it's it it drives me insane when I watch like reality tv because like I'll I'll see this stuff play out and it's so in color and and that's how I'll explain it to people so they can kind of get a better grasp if that makes sense 
Interesting. When did you start to be able to sort of harness this power and then utilize it to help people and and to be able to articulate what each color meant and all that sort of thing? When were your skills developed? Yeah. So I've like always seen colors when I was, I was, I'm a teacher. Actually, I was a teacher. And, um, before I started doing this whole time, I was a Spanish teacher for middle school children. And I was like, Oh, wait a second. Like colors mean something like, you know, greens learn this way and reds learn this way. So I would use it to like help the kids learn Spanish, which is funny, but then, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I would do all these games and I don't know, it was like my own secret thing. And it was like, Oh my gosh, this is like, Oh, you know where it really freaked me out is during the parent teacher conferences because like the parents would come in and it was like holy hell like oh that's the- where there's inauthentic colors like that's where it's like oh my god the kid is this way because the mom needs them to be like all this imprinting and stuff and I would just see it in color so when you're like when you're saying this this uh, piece about the parents yeah so if let's just say I'm just gonna throw out a random color because I don't know yeah. <laughs> but, like yeah, sure. if if, yeah. if a if a mom is purple does yeah. she is there a tendency that purple moms are like I want a red child like that's kind of what's going to be like fit into my energy better and then it's going to be a challenge to not try to change your kids color yeah so purple moms because and I'll explain all this because you guys are both purple but you're different purples but purple people definitely don't care they're like you my kids my kid you know they're individuals on their own journey so they're usually not the problem so the problems be like <laughs> A mom that wears a lot of blue because blue people tend to be pleasers so let's mm. say like they need their kid like the, the mom comes in and they need their kid to do better than the kid's doing or something it's like listen like your kid's struggling and they like can't handle it because all of a sudden you just told them they're a bad mother like, it it's reflecting upon them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. okay oh wow that's Whereas, so like, interesting so is this sort of it, what it kind of sounds like is just kind of like an energetic personality type Totally. In a way. That's exactly okay. what it is. Yes. And you okay. can, yeah. And you don't have to see colors. Like I, there's like a vibe to each color. Um, right. You know, so, but like, it's funny because I try to categorize it. So it's easy. You know, there's like five main colors and I try to, attack, you know, I try to, I teach people this stuff too. So I'm like, okay, like, you know, that's so red or that's so yellow. And the people that kind of follow me are like, oh my God, I'm so yellow. Or I'm so, it just helps you understand yourself better. So you can yeah. make like more cohesive choices, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. My question is, are there any other people that you've met who see the same kinds of colors or see like auras in the same way that you do? So kids, honestly, usually see colors. Like if you, like, if you ask, especially the younger, the better, like they will see them. And I always agree. I always agree. (laughs) I think there's other people that say they do. see I haven't met any other aura reader that does it the way I do it it's truly to like live your most authentic life like work career relationships like like I try to make it for your life but I know like if you go to the aura photography place they're like oh you're passionate you know and it's like it's you know it's like more than that you know it's like what job do you need and like this and that so I think other people will assign different colors or something to different things that I don't see. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Yeah. Are those aura photography, those booths, are those accurate? Is that like um, more of a what, energetically how you are in the moment versus your overall? You got it. Yeah. Okay. Like, 
like they will pick up what where you're at like now but the problem is if you're wearing like an inauthentic color like it'll pop up in those photos and then you don't know it's not yours like you're just absorbing it or whatever for most people it works but sometimes like there's there is a there's a subset of people who take on other people's energy like way too much and so like when I see an aura photo sometimes it really stresses me out because it's like that's not you that's what you're absorbing you know so like depends like if they're with somebody or something's going on in their life for like whatever they're absorbing colors that aren't there or energies or vibes or situations that are not theirs to control but they own it that's basically what that is but I see that you know color and color representations will people change like their authentic aura throughout their lifetime ever the balance of it, how they wear it, like how deep it is, that'll change, but not the color itself. The only thing that changes is like we pick up and put down inauthentic aura colors a lot, like some more than others, but the balance and like the amount will change. Interesting. Wow. Okay, broads, we have to pause for one second before we dive into more auras, our auras, bachelor, bachelorette auras. So fun. Um, I wanted to say this. You may be at home right now with a partner, which is great. But if you're not, or actually even if you are and you just need some time apart, let's be honest, we all do. um, You may find yourself participating in more self-love than usual. And we celebrate that. We also have the perfect addition for your self-love routine or your partner love routine. And it is O-Shot from Omax. Broads, you know how much we love O-Shot and you better believe mama has been using a lot of O-Shot these days um, as a fun little stress reliever that I can go and have a little space and time alone. Loving my O-Shot. O-Shot is the best and only arousal lubricant you're ever going to want to use again. Seriously, broads, try it now. Thank us later. Uh, The best part about O-Shot, aside from the obvious, is it's completely natural. If you've used an arousal lubricant before, a lot of times they just have that one ingredient that's used to stimulate arousal, and typically it's an artificial ingredient, and it almost always has a smell or taste that's not very pleasant because it's full of chemicals. O-Shot is completely the opposite of that. It's using eight natural botanicals plus full-spectrum CBD to increase relaxation and circulation what is not to love? And, you know, Beck and I have preached about the fact that O-Shot is the arousal lubricant that doesn't have any irritation or causes any irritation. We're obsessed. Uh, trust us, O-Shot increases sensitivity. It heightens arousal. It improves circulation and increases sexual comfort. Super easy to use. All you have to do is gently apply three or four pumps of oil onto your intimate areas and a tingling sensation will ignite immediately and continue for the next 30 to 60 minutes. It's a must-try for partner love and, of course, self-love. You really can't go wrong. Um, And also, side note, it tastes really good. So that's a fun added bonus. And it's TSA compliant, so you know I will be taking this on my travels as soon as that's an option. But in the meantime, I am all snuggled up with my O-Shot at home. Uh, So whether you're single or looking to spice up your relationship with more satisfying sex, everyone can benefit from a more enjoyable orgasmic experience. Omax's O-Shot comes to the rescue and produces heightened sexual sensations, which can give you the instant and long-lasting satisfaction you've been looking for. And it's 100% safe and natural. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and enter the code chatty to get 20% off Oshot and all other Omax products site-wide. Amazing deal. Again, that's O-M-A-X-Health, 
omaxhealth.com and enter code chatty to get 20% off your entire order. Okay, can we get into the colors and there? And could you also, as you're talking about the colors, maybe give before you dive into like reading ours, could you give examples like from The Bachelor of people who were a strong example of that color? (laughs) Okay, I'm like terrible. (laughs) We have to go. You have to. All right, so let's say Hannah Brown, just because like everybody talks about Hannah Brown. Okay, so like, okay, (laughs) it's easy. When she was on Colton season, she was so freaking blue. And there was something wrong with her and was driving me insane. And I feel like she was like, I wanted to like dig through her and be like, stop lying to yourself. She was wearing inauthentic blue. That's mm. that's inauthentic blue. I feel like she wasn't sure of who she was or whatever. But then on her own season, it was like this crack of purple coming through. So blue, mm. just to reflect, blue's like, and, and it's, it's fine to be blue. Like it means authentically, if you're blue, it means you're an empath or you pick up other people's feelings as your own. If you're wearing it inauthentically, you care way too much what other people think. So back to when she was on her own season, I saw all this like purple crack through and that's who she really is. But it looked all messy because she was, you know, figuring herself out, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was her. But I feel like that's when we all were like, oh my gosh, I like her or whatever, or like she feels real, or at least she's being herself or like whatever. And she was working it out. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. that was her authentic purple coming through. So that's kind of like one example. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Um, How many colors are there? There's five. Main colors? There's five, five okay. main colors. Like Ari, for example, from, from your seat, like he was red and purple. So okay, it's so funny yeah. that you bring this up because oh, I yeah. went and scrolled back in your feed last night to find <laughs> uh, the reading that you did for me, and you said that he was uh, that he was red when like a bunch of the past bachelors had been green. So yes. can you talk about that about like his aura and then how that differed from a trend that we were seeing in the bachelors prior? It's so annoying. They always pick green bachelors. Like I'm annoyed. And I think is that like Ben and Colton? Are they like examples of like green people? Yes. And Peter, like they're all flipping green. And I think it's just because they have like this, like oh, gentleman. And it's like, come on, you know, it's, it's like, <laughs> wait, so what is, what is green? What is the green aura then? There's nothing wrong with being green. Okay. But like the greens they choose are like, cause listen, we all can do the fake thing. You know what I mean? But some better than others. It's just that sometimes the green people they choose are so concerned with how they're projecting their image that it comes across as like, what are you hiding from us? Or, and then I think they don't even know themselves after a while. There's such a distance because green people naturally have a tendency to see how everyone sees them, like global perspective. And then they live in that, like they live in how they look on paper basically. Mm. So a lot of these bachelors they get like live for how they look on paper and then when it comes time to pick somebody, they always pick like the blonde. I don't even know. like just the, the one. most predictable choice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. like the one that said everything like correctly and never had issues or anything with them. And then they pick her and then they live happily ever. It seems like that's just the thing. You know, like she said everything correctly on paper. So we belong together on paper, you know. So Ari was red and they never pick red. Some red women they picked, but Ari was like, I can't remember the last, the last red bachelor. But, um, but he's red purple. So he like, I feel like he would like, I mean, you know, him back not me, but like, I feel like with him, like when I was watching, it's like, he was so, it was so hard for him. I feel like to keep it together that this is being filmed or whatever, because he would be like, 
I feel like he would go into moments of authenticity and then like super pull back or like whatever. Mm. So I get there was like, here I am 100% and then I'm going to like put the wall back up or whatever. So it, it feels like it was like back and forth. But red purple is a tough combo with people because hmm. it's kind of like, like um, logic, but also like an artistic mindset like red purple but yeah but he was different and I think that's why he had a different ending than a lot of people because he you know chose something on paper the safe choice or whatever and then he like you know freaked out and did the other thing so right sort of the battle between like logic and passion and then yes. ultimately is like oh I'm not being true to my heart but I have to. yeah but maybe the differences between him and someone else is that he had the courage to then ultimately go after yeah what he did want and he didn't like give a crap. Like he's just like, I'm just gonna do it. And red, red and purple people both have that mindset, like where they don't care. Whereas like green people are way more private. They do not want to have those things out loud. So how did that play into did you mention that Peter was green? Peter's green. Peter's green and blue. He doesn't even like I feel like he doesn't really know who he is, you know. But then we all mm. saw the mom and we were like, okay, we got it, you know? And then like <laughs> <laughs> I have <laughs> questions later about Barb. That's the one that I Barb. <laughs> Is she purple? Barb's purple and blue, but she's so um oh, she's got like this like I'm not a therapist at all and I do not diagnose people, but she feels so narcissistic to me. The thing is it's like we're all mothers, you know what I mean? We all have opinions about what our children do. Like we all have it. Like that, that's fine. It's just that she had to make it so much about her. That was like the mm. weird thing. And then like he, like you saw, like everybody was so concerned with pleasing her constantly. <laughs> and again, it was like Peter had to live all the time on paper. I have this thing with um sometimes with the uh, green people, they're either under nurtured or over nurtured if as children. Oh, interesting. interesting. And he like him being over in a way but it's funny because like the extreme will cause the same reaction meaning other people's opinions are more important than my own so it's like mm. living constantly for because he's blue too for the approval of other people and never hitting it inside himself um it must have just well, been how did that play out with the form. end how did that play out with the ending though then him like leaving hannah ann and then half getting back with maddie and then with kelly like how does that play into this I, maybe like archetype yeah. of green and blue I feel like he has no idea who he is or what he wants. And oh. he goes back to sexual chemistry in order to feel authentic. Mm. And that's Kelly. Like, I feel like that was like, you know, they had, that felt real to him. I feel like that's where he can feel connected to people in, in that realm. Maybe that's the most authentic way he can be, or that's real, the most oh, real Oh, that makes thing. sense. Yeah. And so he couldn't live outside of that so much. And so Kelly gets it. Like, she's not, um... I don't think she's asking for too much beyond that. So. Okay. Yeah. So we've covered a little bit of green, blue, purple. What are the other ones? Yellow. Yellow. Yellow is tough. Um, there's a lot of yellow women, not so many yellow men. Like who is yellow on the back? Oh, like the new one. Like, oh my gosh. I'm so bad with names. Who's the next bachelorette? She's yellow. Oh, oh Claire. Um, Claire. Claire. She's yellow and pink, which is a weird color. That's very rare. So yellow people. It's okay. So. That's this. It's a bad example of yellow people are usually very organized. They're very together. They're kind of like what uh, they want to do is very straightforward. But then she's pink. Now, pink people have this fairy tale thing going on. So 
I think we've seen, it's funny, like they pick somebody older. So they're like, oh, we're going to go mature. Like that's our direction for this season. But she's living in a dream. Yes. Of, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's happening to like a 38 year old instead of like a 24 year old. So it's just kind of, I, I'm excited for that season though. Cause I think it's going to be like a 38 year old like, dealing with, it's going to be the same thing. I really feel that way. Yeah. Just, that's like, so funny. People. It's so funny you say that because Becca and I have been talking where it's like, everyone's like, no, we don't know her. She's older. Is she going to da da da? And it's like, no, no, no. It feels like it will feel like this younger organic piece. And so that totally makes sense that there's that yeah. fairy tale like peeking through with her in pink. <laughs> You're picking it up. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just like, because pinks kind of do this thing like where they, they're like caged birds a little bit, like they're a little bit sheltered or they come off as naive or things like that. And everything's like rose colored glasses a little bit so I think she's gonna get disappointed a lot and then like react mm. and we're gonna be like didn't you see that coming <laughs> she's, like, she's gonna be like no I'm pink so that but she's yellow so like she comes I think she can pick or that Jessica from love is blind she's very yellow and every time she tries to do something on the show where it's like she knows she wants this is what I want. Here's my list. I need this, this, and this in, in my mate or whatever. And then she goes and I call them purple bombs. Then she goes purple bombs it. Like all of a sudden she's like, never mind, we can't do this. Like, never mind, I want this instead. Never mind, I'm not attracted to you sexually. Like she'll freak out on them out of nowhere. But it, but you were saying all these things that so it's like she wants it to be a certain way, but like she can't do it emotionally. So that's yellow. Like they have a list, they have a plan. Got it. Got it, but her purple side couldn't help exploding every once in a while and being like, but I don't want you to touch me. So that's like a hard no. (laughs) Exactly. But you're short. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's not a check. (laughs) Okay, wait. So do we come we have we have blue, purple, yellow, pink, green, and then is that it? Yeah, there's yellow, purple, pink, blue, and green. And then pink was like extra. That's like our extra. I'm trying to think of another yellow person. Um, from The Bachelor. I mean, there's so many. It's like hard. I'd have to come up with names from, yeah. So what are the, some of the most common colors and then like the most common combinations and what are sort of like the archetypes? Just if you're going to throw out some words like for each color really quickly of like what each, yeah, the archetype of each one. Yeah, so purples are artistic, a little spontaneous, free thinkers, um, cannot handle a nine to five schedule. Um Blues are they're your healers, they're like your nurses, you know, you know, medical professionals, teachers, stuff like that. They mm. do care what other people think because they want to help them. So it's a trap they can get into, but they're really good people. Um, yellows, they're like your accountants, they're directors, they're kind of um producers a lot of times are yellow. Uh things like that. They 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 have a plan and they keep it in motion, you know, with scaffolding it. Um, they're usually very busy and curious and stuff. They ask a lot of questions. Green people are techie they're very um logical they're smart they're super smart they like have engineer brains um usually you see them doing stuff in any of those fields ceos you know again like producers but more like behind the scenes like big guy producers like that mm. versus the yellows seem to work with people um and then reds they're like your entrepreneurs um small business owners they're like firemen policemen like fire ladies police ladies all down <laughs> like they're mm. red people uh, they have like leadership energy. You see them in sales a lot, like that kind of stuff. Okay. So that's like each okay. color. Yeah. Usually you get an empath color, Got like it. purple or blue with like a red or a green. Like, you know, usually you get like a soft color with a harder color. 
like as a combo. In couples? Oh, or as like, a oh, personality Yeah, most combo. people have two combos. Most people have two okay. auras. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So what's one of the most common auras? And then what's one of the most rare? You said pink already was rare. Pink's believe, so but... rare. I mean, they're all, like, greens do not travel in packs. They're kind of, they're very loners. So they're around. It's just, you never kind of see them together. Um, but, like... For me, maybe just because the work I do, I always see purples and blues and indigos, which is. Do you one. think that purple is more common on reality TV? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That like, because it's because purples don't mind the limelight a little bit, you know, like they don't mind like attention. Um, and that's not a bad thing. There's, I talk about purple shaming a lot. Like, we're not, we're supposed to be ashamed that we want people to listen to us or something. And that's like in our culture we get purple shamed a lot um especially women. right because there's something wrong with craving attention yes I, I know people always say that like you're just looking for attention it's like well <laughs> like, yes sure yes. <laughs> and, and, yeah. when you own it then they kind of go away you know <laughs> the second you get defensive about it they're like you know fame whore or like whatever they say and that's like purple shaming stuff attention seeking behavior you're so dramatic or like that's stuff a lot of purples you're growing up it's always about you, you know, stuff like that. And it's really just. And you're like, yes. Bitch, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for recognizing. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> well, you just made me think of in the Enneagram. I think I read somewhere that the Enneagram three is the most common type in reality TV because they're sort of like willing to shape shift to be successful or to like achieve what they want to achieve. And so it sort of reminds me of, it's kind of a similar thing. With yeah, the no, they're flexible. Aura. It's funny because I have um, one of my, one of my clients, because I have a Facebook group, she like, she made us all do the Enneagrams and then she yeah. spread, she spreadsheeted it because that's what oh, yellow to, people yes. do. Yeah. And, and it's so funny because I, I screenshotted it because I'm like, I wonder if they'll bring that up. And, <laughs> what, and what, it, what, what, what number did you say? I said three and yes. four, or four, three, four, yeah. three and four. Yeah. Yeah, two, three, and four were the most common for the purples, uh -huh. <laughs> which is funny. Like the <laughs> highest percentage. <laughs> That's really funny. There we go. There's that crossover. Yeah. Oh, so interesting. Okay, so what do you actually do? I'm guessing, do you work on cli with clients one-on-one? -on -one, or yeah. what does this look like in your professional practice? So when I do a reading... Um, yeah, I, I had to coin my own term because like, you know, people call me a psychic because they understand that, which I get. But, like, I really align more with what I made up myself <laughs> called spiritual life guidance. It's just like, let me, and I don't, it's, it's more about me helping you see yourself, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not, you know, it's just like, let's just show you you. I think that's really hard to do sometimes, see our own very hidden patterns and agreements from our programming as children and society and stuff like that. And it's just like, let's show you yourself so that you can like move the ego out of the way and work on it. You know, so in our reading, I start with like auras, but then it gets really deep because like once I start with the colors and it's like, I get all this stuff from childhood and I get like messages and I get like things like patterns, like really deep subconscious set stuff. And um, some people just, they, the best reading I have, and honestly, the most often reading I have is people are like, you know, I already knew that. And I'm like, yes, you know, like right. validation, you know, there's something about somebody who doesn't know you telling you something that you're like, oh my God, okay. And it's like, yeah, see, you already know. So just do it like that. It's like a shove in the right direction. I mean, that's in mm -hmm. a nutshell what it is, you know, but it gets very deep. It's very deep. 
Is it, Got ex- it. is so it people- exhausting? Are you are you like when you're just seeing all these colors and knowing certain things are inauthentic? I, that just sounds exhausting to me. Yeah. So I mean, I have a limited amount of readings I do, you know, and and then like that are one on one, and then of course I try to create content and stuff like that so people can just have fun, you know fun with it or learn, you know, on their own or just get that catalyst for their own insight but I turn it off I have to turn it off like I'm not going anywhere these days obviously but like (laughs) when I do I see colors all the time I can't turn that off but there's messages that come with that so sometimes people are energetically just irresponsible I call it like they're messy they are Mm. messy and you'll feel them just like walking next to you in the grocery store or like what is up with that person and just notice when you feel these things because like what's happening is is like their aura is effed up like basically like they are all over the place so that's when I have to kind of like all right I don't want to pick up any of that because I'd be doing it all day yeah because it is exhausting it takes work because I have to step into people to do it um so usually I just reserve it for the appointments but for the most part I try to shut it down okay you know the message part the the seeing part I can't wow yeah (laughs) And my okay, daughter so does it too. Wanna... Oh, your daughter? Really? Yeah. My 11 year old, like she does it too. And so it's actually, I think like we, you know, we have kids and like when you have kids, they, they trigger you a lot, you know, and it's, <laughs> so yeah. we'll be out and she'll get something that I realized I repress. So she'll pick up something on somebody. And it's like, Oh God, like you're right. You know? And I'm like, man, why do I repress that? You know, like, Oh, like she, so it's, it's been a learning experience for me, like wow. helping her understand it. Yeah. Interesting. So how should we, how should we do this? Jess, did you pick someone from our listeners to be read? Yeah. So I thought when uh, Megan and I were talking where we can do us, our like kids and partners. And then we, I have two uh, broad selfies that I sent to Megan. <laughs> yeah. Oh where do you want me to start? amazing do you, I just we, have one question yeah I have one quick question do you oh, have yeah. any biases like do you ever ha- have to like override maybe your own bias against like a certain color it's or so a certain funny. kind of aura <laughs> that like triggers you question. personally oh my god yes because <laughs> I think it comes from my own upbringing like yeah any, anybody that reminds me of my mother it's like okay like Like, that's where and that is so personal and I would only say it on here because they don't listen but like I think they're old and they don't listen to any podcast anybody that reminds me of my mother I cannot like I'll do it but it's very hard for me yeah um Mm -hmm. so that but she's she's a unique bird so it does not happen often what what uh what color what color are you I'm indigo and purple that's what I see when I look in the mirror. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So do you ever recognize yourself? Oh. Do you ever recognize yourself like projecting outwardly like an inauthentic color in yourself? Yes. Do you ever yes. recognize that? All the time. Like I'll project blue because I'll try to like be more normal for people. Mm. Or <laughs> um, or I don't want to stand out, you know. So I'll try to just be more blue. You know, I really, you know, with the attention mm. and stuff, like because attention makes me feel uncomfortable because then I feel it strongly so I'll like try to dim that so like when I do events and stuff like that which I love to do events but I'm much better one-on-one you know or in a situation like this than an event so I'll because I'll go to my blue instead of which is like a wall and you can be like oh she's so quiet like that and like that's my blue when I put it up 
Got it. Okay, so let's start with, let's do each one of us ladies, and then maybe we'll go back and forth and do like part our, each of our respective partners and kids yeah. after. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Jess, I'll start with you. Okay. Um, okay so I, all right, so um, you're interesting because I'm looking at you now, you know, on Zoom, and then I just, I needed to take a picture from your Instagram just because there is a bit of a difference, which I thought was interesting. Okay. Um, but that happens sometimes. So you're... Like I said, you're both purple, but you wear it differently. But yes, you're purple in a way that, I mean, it's like very, very dense purple, which is, I just feel like you've been through a lot. And it's like, you know, you're, you're good humored and you, you can like really, you know, laugh it off and you can, you know, and all that, but it's shaped you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you let it, and I just see with your purple, like, it's, it's like looking at like, um a very deep gorge of purple or something like it goes real deep and I feel like if you went there all the time it would be too hard so and you let yourself go there but it's just it's very much on you in a depth and I feel like people tend to tell you a lot of things because they can sense that she's non-judgmental and she's gonna hear and you've got like major healer vibes on you and I feel like people just like word vomit a lot I don't know if that have like a lot to you <laughs> I I will be at a store and a random yes. person will come up and start like telling me their life problems and I'm like but it's hard because I do want to hear them mm-hmm. but like you said there there is that that piece of I can only go there to a certain extent because then it starts to like take effect on my like physical being yeah it's triggering yeah. and you're um, you have a very deep blue too. And honestly, I feel like you could be more indigo, but you teeter on it. So my big thing with you is like, I feel like you fear your own power a little bit. And this is too intense. Just, oh no, just, okay. you can never get okay. too intense. Here we go. I feel like you fear your own power. Like sometimes you can fear your own energy. Cause like it doesn't have control. So what happens is, is like in times in your life, when you feel like it's, some things have gone wrong. I feel like you go to blame yourself. Like I wasn't in control or I didn't, I didn't step back or this is all like a lot of self negative self-talk that can be negative. And that like in a reading with you, if I, if this was God, that would be like, stop that. Like that would be like this message from your guides or whatever. It would be like, um, why do you blame yourself when things around you go out of control, you know, like that? And why do you blame who you are, your emotions, like that kind of thing. But you no, know, you run very deep. And I feel like and it's interesting, I wish, oh, because I took your Instagram photo because your Instagram is very raw and real, but you do wear some red in there. You, But you know what's funny? Then you sent me a picture of Evan and he's red. So I feel like he protects you. And what you do is like when you put yourself like out there, like uh-huh. to the public, let's say, or like whatever, it's like, I'm going to use a little bit of Evan, you know, to help me here because I feel like he gives you those boundaries that you yourself, you have them and you're working on them, but you yourself need to borrow it sometimes. And, um, and he does that for you, but it's a good, it's a good wearing of the color, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, when you say, when you say the, I have a lot of blue too. Um, and when you're talking about like the Hannah Brown, uh, yeah. correspondence that for me definitely hits because I feel like like when you talk purple, I'm like, I, that's what I get. But that yeah. blue growing up was, I'm sure, I'm sure if you saw me when I was young, you'd be like, this girl is like just covering herself in blue and she's not letting any purple come through because I was so concerned about what other people thought. Because 
where and how I was raised, it was like who I was was a little too off or too like raw. And then I was told I needed to just kind of, you know, they didn't know how to handle my personality (laughs) and my family. (laughs) So I think then, and then someone like Evan came along, Evan and I have been in, uh, we started dating when I was 16 and Evan was like a major, and I've talked about on the podcast before where he like helped me. He was like, like a hero for me when I, when I was incapable of really being myself and he pulled that out of me and like let me be that way so that totally makes sense to me when you're if you're seeing I feel like that's so spot on it's yeah seeing a reflection he, yeah. of him in my photos it's like yeah he is like literally a piece of who I am because I needed someone to do that for me for sure isn't it funny how yeah. we will self-parent ourselves even into adulthood like <laughs> Like there's something wrong with you. And then you tell yourself there's something wrong with me. Like it's, it's just that that program is that repetitive pattern. But you're, you're actually very, you know, very powerful with your ability to empathize and feel other people and stuff, but you don't have great boundaries, but, <laughs> but that's okay. And, and like, I think we're back we're going to talk about you. I think you have more boundaries in a way, but like, just you don't have so many boundaries so that's just that's why I feel like you're actually more indigo than blue so indigos are it's like blue but like with no boundaries like that like where it's just hard that's why you have to limit certain people in your life or you know mm-hmm. situations or whatever well I was even just when you were saying the red thing about Evan I was just thinking how I've even witnessed like if there is something with the podcast or with, with social media it is that protective shield of Evan being like babe these are fucking you know this doesn't fucking matter Mm -hmm. like this is fine and kind of like talk you off the ledge thing and having to like use that shield to protect you and then also just how you were talking about the the characteristics of red and just thinking about how even it's like you know when it comes to business stuff it's like you know evan's evan's got that under control he's that protective barrier with all of that side of things do it well and then when you're talking about also like it being like running deep and saying that there's there's i've experienced a lot um i feel like a lot of that with like there's a fear because um and again i've talked about this on the podcast before but with like my bipolar there were there were times in my life where it was spiraling out of control where i was putting myself in dangerous situations so there's this part of me that has tried to like train myself to put a limit on allowing my emotions to spiral out of control so when if if you maybe see that red that's Mm -hmm. almost maybe like this this part of me that's tried to learn from you know my partner who's read to be like I need to have this sometimes to make sure that I do have boundaries and protect myself and I think and it's so wonderful that you share that because like I feel like with the bipolar thing or like how I see it is just like you run very deep which can scare you yeah it's not your energy's fault it's mm-hmm. like it's, it's like, it's like something else. It's the ego's fault, which is just like the part of you that's human mm. that will always try to self-destruct no matter where you are. And like that war between self-destruction and soul growth and mm. feeling like where that hits you. And it's not, it's really good that you have somebody like Evan to be there and be like, he, he can sense when you're on that precipice and like, be like pull back. And you also sense it in yourself you know which is just which is just best part about getting older you know we're not we're not like you know it's it's easier to 
catch ourselves when we're like, well, I'm doing that thing again. (laughs) But yeah, I, I, so I think like, yeah, that's their thing. Like, don't fear, don't fear your powers. Don't fear your energy. Don't fear, don't blame it. You know, all that kind of stuff. Mm. That makes me feel good. I appreciate that. (laughs) Now B. All right. So, um, Becca, I pulled up your, so you're funny because your Instagram photos are exactly just how you are, which is, (laughs) (laughs) there's like, this is like, here I am. Like, there's really no difference, which is funny. Um, so I'm also interested if you can bring into what, if there's any difference like now versus when I was on the bat. Oh, that's such a good idea. All right. I just took your most, I love this one. Like it's not your most recent, but your baby's on your back and you're like, there's a mountain. It's just so pretty. Um, yeah, then I'll look, okay. So you have a lot of more blue than you did when you were on the bachelor. You're purple blue, but your purple is a type of purple. Like it's funny. It's almost like you can see what's going on. Almost like you're watching it from afar. And I think that's your big talent. Like, and I saw this with you when you were on the back and it's funny. Okay. So backing up when I saw you on The Bachelor and you know how I was saying I get all stressed out about reality TV and stuff I was like why is she on this because listen I love The Bachelor and like you didn't fit in you know and like like the show is very 3D which is why we love it and I feel like it's almost like artistic in how 3D it is or something if that makes sense like and it just it's like oh it's like so beautiful and then I was like but what is she doing on this because I get this thing when you were on it you have this amazing ability to look at what's going on and see it with a filter. Like you're there and and it affects you and stuff like that, but you have a greater perspective of it as you watch it. Whereas like somebody like me or somebody else who's a little like Jess, even maybe, or it's like, oh my God, like just in the moment, it's just very reactive. Um, You have like a really good cushion or buffer. And I feel like you've just really have faith in your own intuition about things and how you get things first. But now since, since The Bachelor, a lot more rawness and um, I guess just like vulnerability or something. And I feel like you found strength in your vulnerability. And I feel like you found strength in saying, this is how I feel. And this is what this experience is like. And this is where I'm at now. I'm not going to apologize for it or whatever. And I feel like that has brought you to like a very, and, and then when I look at your boyfriend's name, what's his name again? It's like Gray or something. Grayston. Okay. Yeah. Um, you guys have like a very, it's hard to talk about one without talking about the other, especially when it's such a close partnership. But like when I was looking at his picture, I feel like you two have a very common value in keeping it real, keeping it grounded and keeping it self-reliant. And I feel like no matter what happens around you, that can be very like shiny or sparkly or this or that or people or all sorts of that you guys have a very clear perspective on um what you can trust and what you can't and I feel like he's had to borrow that from you in a lot of ways like you've had to teach him a lot I don't know if you want me to get into him yet already but I feel like you've taught him a lot you've nurtured him a lot so I get that you can totally you can totally dive into that Uh, okay he's green and blue so his not like Peter. Oh my God, please. No, but like he's <laughs> like, everybody Beck is like, Beck is like, I have to leave. <laughs> this is over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His green is very, um, 
he's very authentic. And, and I had to categorize greens because there's so many different kinds. And it's Grayson, right? I have yeah. Grayson. Okay. Um, I had to categorize greens and Grayson. What I don't even he's like a different, he's like off the grid green or something. I feel like if he could live off the grid, perhaps he would or something. I feel like he's very self-reliant. I feel like he it feels extremely close to nature. And I feel like he needs to be in charge of his own life. But I also feel like he needed confidence to get to that. And I get all this family stuff or whatever, interfering a little bit. And I get like you coming in and being like, you know, that thing like where sometimes greens can look at themselves on paper versus their own connection with self. You've helped him with the connection with self. Like, how does this feel to you? And let's keep this about the three, almost four of us here as a family. And like, what do you want out of life? And like clarifying his passions and helping him scaffold that into what, and he needs his separate thing going on. I feel like that's just, greens are a bit of, it can be a little workaholic-y, but that's how they are. Like, it's because they have busy minds and he feels like he's a very busy mind. Um, but I feel like he's a putterer. Like he always has to be moving or doing his thing. It feels, he does feel athletic and he feels very close to nature. And he just feels like a very chill dude which I feel like is an energy you definitely need. You can't have somebody all like up and down and all over the place. And I feel like you guys have a very calm, hippie vibe together and it feels good. That's what I get with you guys. Definitely. Uh, it, it definitely was an evolution for me coming off the show too. Cause I had to learn to leave a place of defensiveness constantly about like feeling like I had to defend like who I am because I've, I think I've, I, 95% of the time am being authentic about who I am but I didn't feel as confident about um about other people not liking that or feeling like there was an issue if other people had issues with me and it's obviously still a work in progress and I still deal with that defensiveness but it's nothing like right when I came off the bachelor definitely like being in the public eye was very uh uh developing for me and then also going through my relationship with Grayson definitely uh I I definitely resonated with what you said and then also just the balance of him being more grounded and being like okay let's focus on what really matters and then yeah. me being like okay let's focus on you and what like you said what you really want that's interesting what you said about also the the family interference yeah that's like a whole through. thing which we could get into later but like I feel like yeah. it's, <laughs> so sure. it, uh, you know when you say that about coming off the bachelor I think like um you as a it's really hard when you're intuitive to feel people's misinterpretations of you the same yes. like and they enter your like you see their thinking like you feel their thinking you understand their logic about how they got to their assumptions of you. So you want to come back because you're articulate and you're somebody who enjoys a discourse and doesn't run away from it. So you're like, let's talk about that. And then not being able to control what other people think. Because some people just want to think it because that makes them happy to have you a certain that, way oh and them another way. Dude, I've said that to Jess before because I'm like, Jess, what bothers me is not when people like throw stuff at me. It's when I'm misunderstood fundamentally of the person I am. We, and so if I see like, yeah, we what, just had this, we literally just had this conversation like so recently. It's so funny you're saying this, Megan. 
<laughs> yes, because it's just like it's not when someone just like says something mean about me or whatever. It's when somebody fundamentally misunderstands me or misunderstands my intentions. Yeah, because like I can just think right now of like some random Reddit thread where it was like, "This is the thing about Becca," and I was like, "That's not me, though." Yeah. and that's the thing that drives me insane. Where I'm like, "You're." not you're not right about where yeah. I'm coming from and that's people, the most frustrating thing for me people project on you a lot like be- yeah Becca people project on you a lot so like whatever that and back to the purple shaming thing because like what happens is it's like she's a woman with a voice and like maybe they don't feel like they have their own voice or like God knows what's going on in their own life and you can just be a target to receive a lot of whatever their own insecurities are which I do see with purple people like you, because you are, you are a different type of purple that you don't, you're not going to hide it like as much as like other people may. Like, you're like, this is me. And like, here it is. And like, this is my thought and this is my opinion. And this is what I think or whatever. And like, and, and instead of like, oh my God, because some people like subservience in a relationship, you know, even like if they don't know you personally, they're like, you should be more subservient to other people's opinions all the time. And it's like, you don't share that or whatever so I you'll get you'll get attacked but then you'll be loved too you know there's two sides to that coin polarizing yeah uh I'm excited to talk about let's talk about Evan and yes okay Evan oh Evan so I got this picture so Evan's he's red and he's blue and he's just very very sweet and that you guys do have soulmate but I mean you guys soulmate vibes in this kind of like like Jess and Evan feel like they have this thing like where I don't know they just feel like this is gross but they feel like family but not in a gross way <laughs> definitely <laughs> incest vibes <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely first cousin energy it's fine <laughs> Kidding. Well, Jess, you've said <laughs> I, you've said before, Jess, that like sometimes you don't feel sort of. I, you can cut this out if you don't want me to say this, oh, but care. you can feel sort of like not related to some of your own close family members, oh, and like come. not feeling familial energy with your closest. To be honest, most of my close family members, I'm just like, I don't believe that I'm actually blood related to you. And I accuse them all the time of lying to me about like me being adopted. I just, I, <laughs> my, my whole life, I was like, no, I know I'm not. But when I met Evan, I was like, you're so different Aww. from me. But there is that, that weird piece where I'm like, I feel familial seen tie, and it's, like, in, yeah. yeah, there's something, but he, it was always weird because he did feel very, very different from me. It's yeah. that soulmate thing, which can be like past life related, you know, like you've known him a few times and, yeah. and it, that kind of stuff just kind of clicks sometimes in, in this lifetime. Um, but yeah, protective, you know, but he's very much, they're saying he's like flexible. So I get that he's the type of person, like no matter, even like this, they're like, he's like, let's think of a new idea. Let's think of this. Let's think of that. Like he feels like he's very, he's got an ingenuity in terms of how to take almost like a downturn situation and like make something out of it. It feels like that's his personal challenge in life. And he likes that. Mm-hmm. And that's when you see him kind of glow and happy. And he's like, he's got this like little kid energy a little bit. He, <laughs> he feels artistic too. I have to give him this. He feels a bit, he, and you do too. Like, so I feel like you guys do connect. It's funny because reds, he's blue too, but reds and purples, 
the way that they work, because you're very purple and he's very red. Okay. So like the way they work is you're very much alike. Like you don't really want anybody telling you what to do. Uh-huh. That's similar. <laughs> but at the but at the same time, like you per like a purple doesn't mind sometimes being told what to do if it's like, you know, cute or hot or whatever. Yeah. And then like <laughs> it's definitely a turn on sometimes, even though I get very yeah. angry. Yeah. <laughs> but you know when to also like and, and like Ed's kind of like it when somebody's a little wild and they got to control them or tame them or whatever, you know, so it's kind of like a dance that can get played. And that's why I often see like purples and blues, like not running out of passion. And even like when life takes a downturn, like, you know, marriage is ups and downs all, all the time. It's like that, at least the passion like yeah. you know yeah we'll always it? have sex we always joke about that yeah it's like, like we the- can bicker like when we were younger the, the the bickering was like this isn't good and then we you know grew up and it was a, a healthy thing but we're like we always have sex that one's yeah, always that gonna be fun good. yeah yeah <laughs> and that that can like sustain through some hard times like, yeah sometimes it can <laughs> but he's funny I feel like he's very direct and he says it like it is and he doesn't really mince words and and like yeah like what Becca was saying with trolls or haters or like that kind of like he doesn't he really doesn't bother him I feel like injustice really pisses him off like if somebody is like being abused or um somebody says like, like I think a lot of things with you guys like um if they say negative things like a lot of it will bounce his back but every once in a while I can see him going like postal just like every <laughs> once in a while <laughs> and then it's like oh boy okay oh, yeah <laughs> that's just the red aura thing and then he's over it and it's like the weirdest things and you're like that you're gonna get angry about but yeah. like he's very chill and and I just he feels like I said I get like with business and work and things like that a lot of a lot of directions there a lot of different projects a lot of this a lot of that and he feels like he likes the hand he likes people and he's good with people mm-hmm. um yeah that's what I get with him yeah I mean you're you're nailing that's it. Totally, that's yeah, t- that's totally, yeah. That's totally Evan. It's very like, easy to talk to. And then, yeah, yeah. And, and then, well, where do you want me to go next? We, well, the, I was just going to say, like, yeah. the cool thing is, too, that uh, sort of what I'm hearing, like, between all four of us is we're all very, like, I guess, authentic people or, like, yes. true to ourselves. And I definitely, like, feel that just even with us two as mm-hmm. couples is very, like, this is this is like here I am and this is who I am. There's a lot of acceptance. Jess and Evan and me and Gray. Oh, Evan's yeah. funny too. Yeah, like Evan's funny because like you know, I think like yeah, I feel like in any marriage or any relationship. I mean, back to you and Grayson feel married, even though you're not. That's a spiritual thing, though. Um, just, everybody like, can back off about it because in my are. brain they're married. <laughs> I, I don't know, <laughs> they're married. <laughs> Like, I hate saying boyfriend because it's so much more than that. Like, because like, yeah. I'll feel like a spiritual bond because like mm-hmm. the way it, when I get energy, it doesn't, and I'll read married people and they feel single, which is like the worst, most saddest Ooh, thing. Oh yeah. Gosh. It, it, marriage is a vibe. It's not a piece of paper. So that's like a big um thing. But uh, Grayson, he feels more, um <laughs> he feels like a little anti-establishment. A little bit. <laughs> like where it's like, why do like question it? Like, well, why do we have to do that? This like, why, 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 why? But that's a green person thing. And I feel like you are like that too. Cause you're like, yeah, why? You know, and it's just kind of like your way. Society is such a machine and it really bothers some people more than others. And I feel like you two as a couple, like, are like, we're not going to succumb to it. And I feel like that's, I don't know, the good, you're fighting the good fight. That's what I get with you guys. Absolutely. Cool. That's pretty spot on. <laughs> you guys are cute. <laughs> now I have a question about the two of them. 
in like when you see Becca uh, during The Bachelor, does it seem mm. like since her and Gray have been together that there has been like an exchange of like aura color at all? Because from an outside perspective, Becca's energy is like you, you're there's a level of calm in especially this past year that was very different. And Gray has that to him where Gray is just like, he's, he like, he's antsy. So he'll move around, but he has this like calm energy. I don't know. It's kind of a weird, it's hard to explain, but I feel no, like. I know what you mean. Yeah. It's almost like since like in this past year, it's almost like I've seen that piece. And I don't know if it's the double blue. Is it like maybe the blue? I'm not, I'm. No, I know and what actually, you mean. And I think what you're saying too, and then I definitely want to hear what Megan is going to say about it, but I think like a lot of people, their first read would be like, oh, it's because you had the baby, but I actually don't really feel like it's Mm-mm. related to that. You, you, When I look at you, Becca and Grayson, it's interesting the way, and usually I don't see colors this way, but like it's, it's like you live in each other's hearts. And that sounds so freaking cliche, but like that's where I get the energy coming from off of both of you. So. I feel like there's hidden parts of grace and it makes me like kind of want to cry as I start to do it. Cause I feel like there's a lot there <laughs> that I could get into, but I don't want to get into on the podcast. You know what I mean? But there's very hidden parts of him that were he needed to be kind of crawled into and seen and healed. And I feel like you did that for him. And there were parts of you that needed to feel like somebody wasn't going to, I guess, like run away or reject. And I feel like he did that for you because like spirit's so funny. They're like, he's not going anywhere like that. And like, I feel like there's just, <laughs> and like, I think there's just parts of him that are very like, once I do, like, he's just very like, once I commit, that's where I am. Like he's very, nothing like nothing could happen that would shatter his mentality about things which is great it's like very stubborn but also comforting and but I get that what happened was like you nurtured each other you nurtured each other very strongly um when I saw you on the bachelor Becca that's why I was saying like the purple was like really up and the blue was kind of back and now when I look at you it's way more balanced and if anything, maybe because it's one picture I'm looking, um, I just like this one picture from your Instagram with the baby, you know, you're with the baby and you're all pregnant and stuff. Like, you know, you're just, you've really sunk into the blue, you know, which is like nurturing, healing, you know, feeling other people's feelings, not taking things personally, just because you've sensed something that's not yours, you know, stuff like that. And just feeling comfortable. And it's, it's a nice, like, I guess sometimes like when I do a reading, I'll get just like a feeling. Like if I was hanging out with the couple or like what that feels like, it's very calm and it's very normal. And I feel like uh, Grayson's like a good sounding board for you and he's intelligent and he can feed, give a really good feedback. He might not always be exactly where you're at because you're very purple. So you're like, what about this? What about this? And over here and over here and this too. And I feel like Grayson's more like, all right, let's just organize this. And then, and then it's nice. It's a good balance. And then you help him think outside the box and he helps you organize a little bit. So it's like those opposite pull, but you opposite energy. But what keeps you guys together is yeah, the blue, the nurturing. So that's what I get from you guys. Mm-hmm. Safety. Yeah, and safe. then we both. I think we both remind each other of what's important to. We have the, we have like very much the same things that are important to mm. each other. And actually, maybe this is one reason why sometimes it's really hard for people to become parents with each other because 
maybe it brings out the values that people have that are different and that's why like kids can be really difficult Mm -hmm. but then when we had our first child together it was sort of like we realized how on the same page we were of like the direction we wanted to be going what was important to us so then that like pulled us together rather than like pushing us apart and also I feel like yeah and I also feel like with him just even with his background and family and growing up and everything it was like he didn't care about like what tv show I had been on or what I had done (laughs) and I sort of and that feels very good to me because even if I was to one day become like fucking Selena Gomez or something like that he wouldn't like he wouldn't care and he wouldn't think any higher of me and he wouldn't like yeah and so that keeps me very centered in like who I am and what's important because he's never going to lose sight of that yeah I think you both have that like husbands and partners but don't take your growth personally and don't view it Mm. as a source of their own insecurities like what if she doesn't need me you Mm -hmm. know which I see all the time when I read couples somebody can't grow because the other person feels unnecessary and how much of the marriage was you staying the same so your partner felt important you know which is not how to do it yeah Oh, that's so interesting. Well, that's a good mm. start. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay, this is so much fun. We hope that you broads are enjoying this. Um, but we have to take a quick pause. Here's the thing. It might seem distant now, but there will be a day, one day, when we're allowed out of our houses to socialize again. And when that day comes, I want my teeth looking even wider than they were before I split my days evenly between black coffee and red wine, which is my life right now. (laughs) If you are at home with kids, you know what I mean. Um, uh, The best way to make sure your smile is looking just so white and bright. High smiles, teeth whitening system. I have been using my system for a little over two months, I think now. And I can say very confidently, this thing works. It just it just works. And if you're already thinking in your head that you can't use a whitening system because you have sensitive teeth, stop right there. First of all, totally understand. I was skeptical about the system before I used it. Trying to whiten your teeth either at home or through a dentist when you have sensitive teeth can be pretty painful. And I've had my fair share of experiences with that. But a high smile system, I have never experienced any sensitivity like zero, which is seriously incredible. And the whole process is so easy. All you have to do is pop that tray in for 10 minutes a day for six days. And just like that, you are on your way to having that white, bright smile. And we all have 10 minutes a day right now, right? I mean, you can do this when you're listening to our podcast, watching your kids, typing away on your computer. I mean, I guess even cooking dinner. We can get creative with how we're whitening our teeth. Um, But don't just take our word for it. High Smiles Teeth Whitening System is used and loved by so many celebrities from Kim Kardashian to Kylie Jenner to Millie Bobby Brown. And these people have access to the best of the best. And they have chosen High Smile for all their teeth whitening needs. That says something about the quality of their product to me. Um, and if you're a little skeptical like I was, High Smile offers a 30-day money-back guarantee if you don't see at least two shades of whiter teeth after using their kit. That's a really great deal, um, which it would be a, a big surprise to me, to be honest. And not only that, Broads, for our lucky listeners, High Smile is offering 20% off site-wide for a limited time only. Simply visit High Smile Teeth. 
com to shop their range of products and enter code chatty at checkout for 20% off. That's H-I-S-M-I-L-E-Teeth, HighSmileTeeth.com, promo code chatty at checkout for 20% off. Let's get back into it. Okay, let's talk about our kids. Let's talk about Yay! Our oh my gosh. All right. What's your baby's name, Becca? What's your baby's uh, name? Ruth, Ruth. And then, yeah. Ruth. Okay. Baby Ruth. Okay. <laughs> so with Ruth, I'll start with her just because, okay, babies like do take like a few years to form their little auras. Like three is like a good age, you know? But when I okay. look at her, oh my gosh. I, let me look at that. You sent me a good picture, but then I want to get the one that I took off of Instagram too. She's oh, a sparkly okay. little kid already. At her at her age, oh she's God. pretty like I mean she's magnetic since she was like eight, like eight I, months old. I, I feel like she yeah I feel like she is who she yeah is. Oh and yeah, it's been very obvious from a pretty young age. Kids are very authentic, like they are what they are, and like and we it's our job to screw them up, you know, like and like because I think <laughs> <laughs> totally because we're humans raising humans, so it's like oh God, you know, and it comes so perfect, and then like. You drive yourself crazy. I think like the key to good parenting is validating them like later when they're like, you did this. No, sorry. Like that. But, um, <laughs> I, but with Ruth, she's such an old soul. Like, and I remember when you had her and I remember, um, so I'm a creeper on Instagram, obviously. So like when, <laughs> when you, <laughs> I was like zooming in, I remember, I remember, <laughs> I was like, at this. <laughs> love I zoom in with love but I remember like being like that is an old soul baby like almost like her eyes like mm. almost to the point where Dude, like people yeah. say that all the time when we go out there like oh she sees things yeah. and I'm like what what are you talking about yeah she's like very connected I mean I feel like your way of mothering was per- I don't know if you do like attachment style parenting or if there's another word for that or something but she needed that like definitely mm. to be with you you know not to feel not with you, I guess, was like important for her. And um, really, she's very empathy. So she, I can see her being blue or indigo or something. And she feels like really, I mean, she's, like I said, she's a baby. She feels very good with nonverbal communication and she always has been. And that helps blue. Okay. And that's another thing with mothers. Like, you know, like when you have a baby, did you, I, I don't, I do not remember this, Becca, and I swear I'm just getting it now. Otherwise, I would, I will always tell, did you have like a depression thing or something around when you had her or something? Because it feels like you were getting her vibes major or something after. Well, oh, was I, did I have a, de- like, did you have Wait, like, like major pregnancy blues or something like right after her? I definitely, the first few weeks were really hard. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, definitely. Because and I don't I didn't really realize how hard it was until later, but yeah, I was very overwhelmed. Um I was very overwhelmed with like a really weird sense of empathy where like even when I would get this is so stupid, but like I would get emails from like, you know, a small business or something that wanted to send me stuff so I could post about it. And I would like cry because I would be like, I don't have time to do this, but I know that this is someone who just wants to like share what they make with the world. And that would literally bring me to tears. And I was dealing with that kind of shit so much in like the first month where I was so overwhelmed by like, yeah, feeling like I was, or I would think about other babies and how they 
wouldn't have the kind of love that I was able to or attention that I was able to give. I was like very overwhelmed with all of that the first few weeks after she was born. For Yeah, sure. because she's like very powerful. I think all mothers go through like kind of an awakening when you have a kid like, whoa, it's a lot, you know, but like something about Ruth, I feel like was extra dialed into you. So mm. you had to like, it, it was like flipping a switch onto your empath powers. So it was kind of like, all of a sudden it was like, you always had it. And then it was just like, I don't know, like, you know, surround sound empathy, you know, it's just, that's her. So all mothers, I notice after they have a baby start getting stressed out because they have to learn nonverbal communication. That's how you become a mother. Like you have to understand what your baby wants and nobody else knows what you're talking about, but something about her. That's why I asked you if it was deeper, just because she feels like Mm. she did that to you not all mean about it that's just how she is (laughs) I can just see her always being like that like they're never gonna be able to lie to her like you know like we do that to kids we're like oh mommy and daddy aren't fighting it's like nope you're gonna have to level with her you know like all that kind of stuff because because she feels like she'll just kind of give you that look and like no um and I just oh yeah I, I was I was telling someone the other day or I was telling Gray I was like I when she she even saw us play fighting and this is maybe like six months ago and like talking to each other in a certain way and her face registered so much concern and I had to be I mean I was like whoa great she's like really taking this seriously so I was like it's okay we're like we love each other and then when she watches us like kiss or hug her face just like lights up oh so sweet and she's like so comforted by that and then she gets really easily disturbed if she if there seems like there's Mm. issues so it feels really important to me I'm like I don't I like I don't really want to like scare her at a really young age and have certain kind of arguments or discussions in front of her because yeah she totally picks up on it yeah she always will too like just you'll see as she gets older she'll like just be I can see her asking all the tough questions early like all about life and death and how it works and stuff she's just emotionally kind of more present than I think a lot of kids um are so yeah she's definitely gonna be an empath kid I can see her being blue or indigo she just feels very deep and what's your daughter's name Jess her name is Ember Ember so Ember has some yellow which is funny <laughs> like Ember likes to organize you a little bit like she feels like they're I feel like she's she has like mom vibes towards you I get from her a little bit like where she wants to kind of come in and be like it's like look I mean tell me if I'm wrong but I get this when I kind of sit and sit into her energy I get this thing where she kind of like looks at how you're doing things and be like hmm like she she criticizes me every day (laughs) why don't you wear this and do this and put this over here and even though it makes no sense because how old is she like what five how old is she uh she's four yeah but she's far okay. Even though you know, she has her four-year-old sense of like what looks good or organization or whatever, like this will mature. And then I feel like one day you'll be like, yeah, please take over my closet. Oh, or like, yeah. please <laughs> go for it. You want to make dinner? Go, go ahead. She just feels like she's good at running a house and good uh-huh. at like running a situation. Uh-huh. Very confident. I feel like she's close to both of you. I get, she's definitely got the only, she's, I feel like some kids need, I, I just feel like this is your, this is your kid. And obviously if you wanted more kids, you could have more kids. You know what I mean? But I feel like she's fine being Ember, you know what I mean? The three of you, like, and so I just get with her, um, 
she likes kind of the dynamic where she has her daddy and they're like, you know, she likes daddy style way of doing things. She's got her mommy. She can go tell mommy what to do. And like, life's perfect. <laughs> and that's what I get with her. But she's got she can go boss mind. her around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she feels a little bit like, we'll call her like the director. Like, kind of like, oh my God. do this and do that. Yeah. <laughs> she's really smart. She feels very articulate from a very young age. And she's just a talker because she feels like real, like good with getting across what she needs to say yes she's been very very ver- so funny. yeah she's been so verbal since she was you know like eight months we were we there were many words already and she has she has actually bossed me around since she was like a year old and I sometimes hear people being like you know the kid's the boss and I'm like no I like literally Ember <laughs> like the other day we got her this camera and so now all day in quarantine she's taking photos but she w- she makes us pose exactly how she wants oh us to <laughs> so, so it's yellow. literally like I'll she'll be like mom do something pretty and I'll like be like and she'll be like no 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 and like fix my <laughs> hand and I'm just like okay rude <laughs> but sure yeah and you know it's so funny you said the photography thing and I know like kids like all sorts of stuff don't get me wrong yeah like, yellow people are always those photographers that are like cake smash or engagement leaning on a burn like kind of like uh the the, the photos that make everyone happy like that yeah. kind of stuff <laughs> that makes sense. Like, they, they do yellow's like photography like cooking um and they're crafty so she could be if she's crafty but like actually good at it like my kids are crafty too but they're not good at it you know but like if she's actually good at it like that's yellow like oh my god she braided hair like when did you learn to do that like stuff like that like really good at yeah she's like she's not very good with like arts and crafts type thing but she is very uh you know it's like she'll bring home an art piece and I'm like it's beautiful but you know it's not a your skill, but the picture, she's great at taking these photos, but she's also, um, she's very, um, very creative in the sense of like dancing and singing and like those pieces. She's, she's a dancer. Also vision too. Yes. You know, it's like creative vision, even if, it, if she's not the one that's necessarily going to be able to m- make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> she has the vision. She's the director, like you said. Usually yellows do. She's a creative director. Yeah. yeah. They can be like interior designers sometimes or things like that. Like, I don't know. Yellows just have a way of like making things look better. And we're all like, oh yeah, that looks better. Like they're in marketing a lot, like stuff like that. You're like, oh yeah, that looks better. Like, why didn't I think of that? But she's way, you guys are raising her like way too confident to ever be told what to do. Like, which is a good thing. Like okay. sometimes, okay, just because Becca, you were in like the TV world. I don't know if you noticed like, some of these producers, I don't know if you notice, like, you're, and I never, I never work, this is just what I get from, like, reading them, so you, you can tell me if this is true, some of them, it's almost like they're abused for their job, and it's like, why do you put up with that, or something, and um, that's, like, a lot of yellow people can fall into that trap, so it's really good that you're giving her, like, you let her, okay, yes, okay, I'll do what you want to do, or tell me what to do, or that's a better idea, that was good, because then she'll, like, learn not to be talked that way if mm. that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. um wait what <laughs> okay that's a green but person I... trigger <laughs> so you know green people have that trigger like to miss garbage day bye 
Why do you have to come green. in and tell me that we miss the garbage? Because he's green, and that's a green person trigger. They can't handle that. And if you do the garbage wrong, they can't handle that. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> okay, it tri- and? It triggered him. <laughs> oh, my God. The timing, that was hilarious. <laughs> um. That's so that's so interesting. And I love that you're reading with Ember because I feel like any person would be like, oh, she's purple I, or like, oh, she's this. Yes. She's, you know what I mean? Yes. No, you're And then that when you. Yeah. When you said all that about the yellow, I'm like, oh, that's actually like really intuitive. And that totally makes. No, sense. that's like, it's that's so. Not- no, Megan, because that's she is. She is this kind of you know, like kind of oddball, like trippy, dancey, like very feely, emotive personality. But that's the piece that people, yeah, aren't going to necessarily see right away. Like Becca, you know, you come over and 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 uh, she's directing you. She'll be like, I need you to pull this up on your phone, Becca. And it's very directive <laughs> and very like, okay, you gotta- just give it. Or what does she say sometimes? She's like, just give it to me. Yeah, if you're not doing just it quick it enough, me. just give it to and me. And you're like, no. <laughs> This is I'm sorry, no. And she's like, why? It's just the same way. Like people always ask, they're like, please have Ember on the podcast for a, f- a few minutes to interview her. And I'm like, listen to me. I have attempted to do it's this. Not gonna she go. won't do it. Like she, she sits down and she goes, no, I don't feel like talking. And so you'll ask her questions and she'll be like, no, what do you want me to say? Well, And then also when you, when you first meet her, you know, people are like, you know, put on the show for me. Kind of like that's sort of the expectation that you have when you first meet. You're like, oh, Ember's going to do her Ember thing. And it's kind of like she's sort of like, hi, nice to meet you. (laughs) People are like, post more with her dancing. I'm like, no, can I help you? She won't do it unless she feels like doing it. Like there is no, you know, I I could never be a stage mom with her. It just would not work. (laughs) There's no way. That's so funny. That's so, That's funny. so funny. Yeah, she's she's cute. Like she comes across very uh her own person, which mm-hmm. is good. At such a young age. <laughs> yes. Okay, I have one, just one more question. Yeah. What are sort of maybe the blind spots that we as both partners and parents should look out for in our relationships with our children and our uh spouses like in relation to Like generally or you guys specifically? Specifically, okay. I think just like parenting that certain color oh, yeah. and be partnering with that per- kind of person. Like okay. what, are, what are our potential blind spots yeah, oh, I love in that. our relationships with those people? That's good. Well, I think we covered um, Ruth because her thing is always going to be like, she's going to know what's going on, even if she can't put words to it. So if- Don't try to- yep. Yeah. And, and, and like, if you see her acting out, like this is older, obviously, or what, I mean, you can probably tell now because she's very- expressive and communicative with you um if you see her acting out or cranky or whatever like what am I repressing today what's the energy what's the Mm. vibe in the house because she might pick up like dad's having a day or mom's having a day or something or like she mom just had a phone call and she's like doing that mom thing or like all right what do you want for lunch like kind of like you know where you just operate but you're not there or present like we all do that she's just extra aware that way and then as as things get as she gets older, which I don't think this is going to be your problem, like, at all, but, like, family stuff or relationships with, like, extended family, honesty with her is always going to be the best policy. Like, how does this person make you feel? Like, did you feel like mm-hmm. you had to please this person? Or did you, again, a lot with Grayson's family. Like, do you, did you feel like you have to do that? So I think that 
for her with Ruth. And then with Amber, okay, her thing is she feels really okay. I mean, she feels so. <laughs> Trying to try to find something. You guys could orphan her right now, and like she'd kind of be fine. She'd so find just so some you know. sort of public transportation system and get where she actually wanted to go on vacation. <laughs> yeah, she, she's okay. Um, okay, she feels very social, so I do get with her, like with friend groups and stuff like that. She's gonna have to learn when to like drop somebody. Like if somebody doesn't like if somebody doesn't want to hang out <laughs> like you can't control them or like I really want this person for a play date please call them right now da, 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 da. you know it might forcing things that she feels should happen but just aren't I think is going to be her thing a little bit socially <laughs> I just I like this boy no I just I can't <laughs> even I mean I it, before this all of this the lockdown started it was that this was a challenge we were dealing with at school because we were going she would go in and there's she's a lot for cer- certain kids so certain kids don't mm-hmm. respond to her very well and she no. forces herself on them so I will yeah. watch her run up on the playground and every day she goes up to the kids who who d- there's all these kids who want to be friends with her she ignores them she goes up to the kids that are kind of like you're too much and over and over and goes over and over again right away are you my friend are you gonna be my friend are we best friends and it's like ember you need to just like chill it's okay that they don't all want to be your best friend and you can't force them so if you're using the word force i'm like yes okay yeah that's her thing so you'll that'll be like your your struggle with her a little bit but she has people that love her unconditionally like you know and so is that that's good like as a teenager is is, would that translate into difficulty like dropping friends that could be toxic too maybe like relationships or people that aren't that aren't necessarily healthy yeah like you don't want her to be the one that's picking up the drunk friend every you know at 3 a.m because nobody else like you know it's like stop picking up the drunk friend like she's using you you know like it's just like I realize you feel bad for her and you don't take it personally and it might not even feel bad to her you know because she doesn't take it in so much but and that could be a trigger for you Jess too because you'll be oh. like oh my god that chick's using my daughter you know I like oh you'll feel that and then you'll be like she's used but then it's gonna be kind of a, a slippery slope because like with Ember she might not care so much if somebody because she might have like built-in b- emotional boundaries like yeah, yeah. And, and she might have an, her own ulterior motive for having that friend, even though they're not, they are using her. I don't know. Like, so like, yeah. she's, <laughs> she's a little, she, just because she likes to control her situation a little bit, but um, yeah, I mean, that's her, but she's fine. You know what I mean? Like, she's okay. Like, I'm, I'm picking up like the weak spots, you know, on purpose. Yeah. But like, that's it. I mean, just, but like when, like I said, like as a teenager, I like toxic friends. Like, yeah. And then like, you have to hit her motivations with Ember. Like, what are Ember's motivations? Ember's motivations are, like, having things kind of, like, streamlined or things that make sense or things that make sense for her world or make her feel safe. Okay. So, like, she also might be the kid that's like, what, what are we doing today? Or what's the plan? Uh-huh. Or, like, what, like that. <laughs> it's the first thing but, she says when she wakes up. What's the plan? Where's or, my itinerary? So she literally <laughs> wakes up and goes, so what are we doing today? First thing. I walk in the door. I'm like, it's 630 in the morning. I don't know. Calm down. And sometimes okay. toxic people are predictable in their toxic ways. 
So they're easier to be friends with because you're like, okay, you know, they're going to call me and need me and you know, they're going to want me to meet their stupid boyfriend or like that, like that kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, I don't know, let's keep the the conversation open. And then marriage, all right, we'll start with Grayson. I think all, like, like greens, like all good greens, he can put up a wall. So I feel like to get through life early on, he had to put up walls. And otherwise he wouldn't have gotten through it or something. And so sometimes that can be like the defense mechanism, like a wall. And I think with you, Becca, like when you feel the wall, you're like, oh no, I don't like that. You know? So I think just in the marriage, it's just like keeping the line of, which I think you guys do a good job of communication open, you know, like where are you okay? Let's talk, let's connect, but not too much that it's going to make them all annoyed or whatever. I feel like when he gets stressed, Mm -hmm. he can put up a bit of a wall, like emotionally. He doesn't know he's doing it. He needs a lot of, there's something with like nature with him. And I, green people do like nature, but him specifically, I do get like, it's very grounding for him to go be active outside. I know that sounds cliche, but for him, it feels like very essential for him to feel, are you guys, but you guys are all holistic and stuff like that too, right? Because I feel like there's like this whole connection to that. Well, like a big thing I mean, obviously he owns a rock climbing gym, but like oh. a big thing, even with the quarantine, it's like this is a really stressful situation because like his business is closed. Yeah. But just e- even him being able to go back and surf like every other morning yeah, the w- for the first time in so long for him yeah. has definitely been really therapeutic. And so in some ways I've seen him in Good. at certain times being like a better emotional state yeah. than normal and, That's, like, and okay, also just yes. being alone for him out just like out in the water is really like he important. needs that yeah and, then, and you don't take it personally which is why you guys work like he you know he needs his time and then that works you know but then he also no I only yeah. take it personally when he wants to hang out with his friends instead of me <laughs> you're like this, I'm like, this got personal <laughs> but you'll I think like you talk to him about it you guys keep that open that's the only thing with him I guess but that's not even that's not that bad and then with Evan you guys feel like Evan and does just feel so I feel like you read each other's minds so well that at this point you can have fights that are like over and done with like without even saying a lot or something so what do I get with you guys? I think with Evan, okay, so when Evan gets too bossy, I feel like that can bother you a little bit, Jess. Oh, yeah, so I can, no. I, so then I get like, like, you don't mind, the whole protective thing's great, we cried about it, it's awesome, but then sometimes it's like, okay, you gotta step off, and don't tell me what to do, <laughs> like, every once in a while, it's just a little too much now, um, so, so I feel like that's the only thing with you two, I guess, um, and, and I do feel like, <laughs> go ahead, no, say something. No, I was just going to say it's funny because I feel like you brought it up with in like a past episode where you talk about sex sometimes where you're like, I don't need you to like look out for me right now. Oh, like at this moment. No, it's like, like it's like when when we have sex, Evan needs it to be like so connected and intimate. Like <laughs> and it's like every session and I'm like, sometimes I just want to turn my brain off and like just have sex. I can't just I can't give we can't just do this constantly. It's too much. It's just too much emotional energy. It's really funny. Yeah. He wants to feel like very present with you and you're like, yes. not right now. Yeah. Like it's just about somebody not always being in your space, yeah. like all the time, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and like getting out of it. But, yeah, but I mean, 
all, I was not like, a bad problem. To it's have. really not like you got your guys' marital issues. Like really aren't marital issues. They're just like living with people issues and don't feel stressful for me. I think if I felt something that was stressful, because people are like, you're not, you would have said it. You wouldn't have said it. If I felt something stress, stressful, I would have like smoothed it over in a different way. But you get the, and honestly, out of everything, the biggest issue I get out of the whole, all four of you as couples is something with uh, Grayson's family. And I get that that could be, that feels like a ticking time bomb in a way or something. We're going to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing spirit keeps like banging me over the head with. And I'm like, all right, that's an issue. But like, other than that, you guys feel fine. (laughs) Like who's going to confront about it and who's not? I plead the fifth. (laughs) on on record well it's like you know family shit is so complicated it's not like a thing of not liking family or not getting along it's like sometimes there are dynamics that have been around since infancy because of so many different factors people's trauma and and just you know the people being like you said raising other people and and so some of it's just and also like I don't mean it's like a toot my own horn way when you're talking about like seeing the overarching picture especially like being close with someone and being able to zoom out and be like this is exactly what's going on yeah. and this is this person is drain draining you in this way you need to set a boundary in this way you're not responsible for this person's feelings and just like being able to see that and know that mm-hmm. and be sort of not being able to do anything about that yeah. is difficult yeah yeah, because he'll feel unlovable if he's not the way that they expect him to be. And that's like a very deep-seated thing that's hard to figure out. But he is, and I feel like you've helped him with it and given him his own self. He just needs his own world. Yeah, totally. And to, yeah, absolutely. Um, Can you can you see baby auras oh my gosh. at all? You know, I, that I can't <laughs> because they're in there and I kind of have to see eyes. But I'm going to go to your, I want to see a pregnant picture of you. I want to go to your Instagram. Um, pregnant picture. I mean, I see you here, but it's like fuzzy. Uh, okay, I like this one. Oh, it's a boy, right? Okay. So, yes. you know, this one. He's a king. It's the, <laughs> yeah, it's just the vibe that I get. He, he, every child's different, you know, that we have. It's amazing how that works. But where Ruth feels like she's was kind of always like, oh, you know, go with the flow in a lot of ways, as long as she was very much so near you. I feel like she definitely needed yes. to be worn and breastfed and sleeping with you and doing like all that. Like, as long as she was like, I'm with mom, I won't have issues. This one feels like he could have um, a little bit more of a feistier personality, not in a bad way, just kind of a little bit more like into independence if that makes sense mm. but I think that would work for you guys he just he feels like oh my gosh and I do not know like again I'm not a doctor or anything like this but like I was just getting this thing about you going earlier than you think you're gonna go so and I don't know you went natural with um with Ruth right because I get mm. okay I get you going a little earlier than you think so they're just saying like whoa like kind of surprise like here we are like that Get that tub ready, bitch. Get that tub blown up. Oh, yeah, you're a birth tub girl. I'll clap for you. That's good. (laughs) Awesome. We're going to be in the water at home. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, You are so Hopefully not. 
Maybe it's a good thing that we have the quarantine right now. Maybe otherwise I'd be out and about somewhere <laughs> and he'd make a surprise entrance into the world. Yeah, he feels like he's going to surprise you and he'll be fine and everything. It's just, he's eager to get out. Not in a bad way, just like, I like life like that. He feels like a zesty child. <laughs> okay, well, good, because Ruth was really, she was mellow, but it was really difficult for me to not have any kind of distance from her at all like you said sleeping nursing wouldn't take a bottle was like which I felt like no one believed me sort of where I was like I swear to god she needs to eat from me and it's not going to work otherwise and she'll scream for seven hours until I get home saw it with my own eyes I swear to you (laughs) (laughs) I swear I believe you (laughs) so it's like with this one I keep hoping like and sort of feeling like I will be able to have a little bit more space. Okay, but so he's talking to you. So you can feel his vibe too. You know what I mean? Like he's a little bit more like, eh, you can give me a bottle. Well, I was like, I hope this isn't wishful thinking that he'll actually take a bottle and will like <laughs> sleep on his own. But I I hope, I, I you know, it's hard yeah. to sometimes distinguish. Is this just a desire or is this actually? Like a vibe. It's hard when it's you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's hard to separate it. No, I think he's going to be a little bit more independent of a baby. Good. So that's good. Exciting. Good, good, good. Okay, well, our bra. Yeah, before before we let you go, we we'd love yes. we have our two broads. Becca, I, I will I will text you their photos quick so you can see them as we're yes, speaking. Yes, I know. I want to see. I definitely want to see. Um Jean Jacket Broad um is Lauren. Lauren. Lauren Simon says. That's her Instagram handle. And then there's the short hair broad. Yes. And her name is Telka. Telka. Okay, so I'll start with Lauren. Because Lauren has a very unique aura. We didn't even talk about it. She's turquoise. So <gasps> what? Lauren? That's crazy. I know. My five-year-old's turquoise. So I had to learn a lot about turquoises because it's such a rare aura color. Um, Jess, you picked such a good... <laughs> you did. You, 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 what a good picker. She's not just your everyday purple, okay? She's a turquoise. She has purple too, but she's very, very turquoise. So I don't know anything about her, but she feels like a healer. That's the first thing I get. Like she absorbs very strong in other people's environments, which turquoises do like turquoises. I call, they're kind of like, I call them the mirror or like um, they're reflectors. Like if you look into a pond and you see a reflection of yourself, like, like they're that which holds the reflection for people. So the thing with this is why turquoises are so difficult to read sometimes or to, even for themselves to understand who they are. It's because they think they are who they are around a lot. So it's hard for them, even more than blues or indigos or anything, it's so hard for them to understand their identity because they hold the reflections of the people around them so much. But she feels like she's coming into herself because I do get like her practicing something with healing. So I do get like a healing thing around her and she's purple too. So she can lean on that. Like we talked about purples, but she's a softer purple, like a more pastel. So she doesn't feel like she's like, you know, outwardly like or attention or this or that. Like, like a lot of purples are, she feels more like a softer purple. Like it's a lot in her head, you know, like a lot of those inside thoughts. But that's Lauren. She, yeah, she's turquoise and purple and she feels like an awesome, awesome person. She probably thinks she's yellow. Like if she followed me, she'd probably be like, I thought I was yellow. Because I feel like the turquoise people will sometimes pick up attributes of yellow or green because they want to be organized or they have scientific brains or things like that, like how they approach things. But yeah, healer. That's what I get from her. What does she need to be careful of 
or 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 watch out for the wrong people like people who like toxic people for a turquoise and like and she'll be attracted to them and want to and she'll absorb their traits and act them out and stuff like that and that's and I see a lot of turquoises going into the healing fields like therapy um even like acupuncture or reiki or things like that because they have this inner this innate knowledge that they know they have to help people and they observe their issues. Okay. But yeah, she has to be careful of owning toxic people's stuff. Mm. Like we all do, but like turquoise is like, they don't know that they're like becoming it. It's, it's hard for them. It's like a mirror. And then Telka. Telka's cool. Telka's purple, but she Obviously. Feels, she's Telka. purple, but she's broad. And uh, Telka's Instagram handle is, and I don't know how to say this, but it's at the K-I-E-D-E-G-E-N. Not All sure. Right. Cool. <laughs> well, she's got that like emerging purple thing going on where it's like very, it's like a sharper color. It's kind of like looking at neon purple. Like, like she looked at like a neon sign or something. That's what her purple looks like, which means I feel like she's had to fight for it. So I get some sort of, and she has blue, but she like kind of keeps it on her back burner. So I get like being vulnerable for her is something she shares for very close friends. So I get some sort of emerging into identity with her. Like she had a fight for who she is and she feels very visual. Um, oh God. And then they give you a picture and there's like a guitar in the background. And I always say like, don't do that. Cause then people are like, you read my picture. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Like, she does feel very visual, which I was going to say, like, artistic, but then there's, like, a guitar, I just noticed, you know, but anyways, but I feel like she had to fight for her purple, and and meaning that people don't get her, and she had to understand it's okay, but what she has to watch out for is, I think it goes back to that blue, where, like, you're gonna feel other people's opinions about you, and it doesn't mean it's true, it just means it's their opinion about you, and you'll feel it, but agreeing with it is your choice. Oh, okay. That's what I get from her. It feels like really deep, like really kind of deep stuff with her. Oh, Telka. <laughs> yeah. She's got like, I feel like she had a fight. She had a fight for who she is like that, like an identity thing. Well, Lauren and Telka, thank you for sending in your photos and thank you for doing that, Megan. And broads, yes! listen, you, these two broads were able to get their auras read, but Megan, is there a way that our other broads who are so anxious yeah. to hear about you and listen to this episode, like, how can they find you? Do you do readings regularly? Like, give us all the tea that we can put in our episode notes so that our broads know how to contact you. you yeah. Well, you can find me at Mystic Michaela on Instagram and mysticmichaela.com. And um yeah, I do readings. You can hop on the wait list or you can check out my highlights. And I have a Facebook group too, where we kind of do fun stuff. And, um, and I have a podcast, Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Amazing. So cool. And I actually just checked out your podcast a couple of days ago and it's really good. So bros, oh, you definitely you. should hop on that. Getting s- so much insight. This is, this was so fun. <laughs> you guys. Yeah, Megan, that was so fun. I loved it. <laughs> Very insightful so though too. I know. Oh, I, good. I, I'm just like, I have to be real with you. You know, we've had certain people on and like, definitely they were fantastic and got a lot, but I, I do have to be straight. I feel like you might've tapped in the most to both of us where I'm like, oh damn, this is very 
this is very accurate. I'm like walking away being like, oh shit, I can't wait to tell Evan all about this episode oh, and make him listen. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much so for that. Yeah, I just want people to love themselves the way they're seeing my spirit. And that. maybe we'll have you call in on upcoming bachelors. Oh, we'll be like, please give us the tea. <laughs> oh my on this god, fantasy sweet action. I can't even handle it. I scream at the TV. It's so stressful, you know, like with the colors. <laughs> Anytime, I'm here for you. Amazing. Thank you <laughs> so it. much, well, Megan. Thank you so much, Megan. <laughs> you All take right, care, bro- guys. All right, broads, and uh, we'll chat soon. Chat soon.